Welcome to CRE Success, the podcast. Check us out online at cresuccess.co forward slash podcast. And now here's your host, Darren Krakowiak. If you pride yourself on responding very quickly to correspondence as it comes in, you may be setting yourself up to fail. Let's discuss. Hello, and welcome to episode 58 of the show. My name is Darren Krakowiak. I equip commercial real estate professionals with proven client attraction and retention systems so they can save time, earn more, and be top performers in their market. It is fantastic to have your company. Today's show is brought to you by Released. In 2020, Released launched Credia to provide market insights based on data from tens of thousands of commercial properties globally to help customers better manage their businesses. Before we get into today's topic, I just want to give you a reminder about the A to Z of CRE prospecting. It is a special resource that I created for free as a gift to people in my network just a couple of months ago, and I'd love to share it with you. You can get your free copy by going to cresuccess.co forward slash ABC. If you have to prospect regularly in your job and prospecting is an activity which maybe you're not always completely motivated to do, then this document is going to help you. It's going to show you new and relevant ways to prospect in a way which is more effective and will get better results. And wouldn't you be more motivated to prospect if you're going to get better results? I think I would be. CRESuccess.co forward slash ABC to get your hands on that. So today's episode is about this idea that we should respond really quickly to inquiry as it comes in, including from new potential lessees or buyers for listings that we have, or perhaps to existing clients to talk about projects that we're running or projects that they might have coming down the pipeline, or even just to respond to prospects who we might be wanting to do business with in the future. And I was speaking to a client about this recently, and he told me that he really prides himself. In fact, one of his service commitments that he has is how quickly he responds to people. And I challenged him on that because it was in the context of a conversation about time management. And I said to him, is that really how you want to be judged? How quickly you respond to people? And we had an interesting conversation about that. And I want to share with you today five reasons why you should not base your level of service delivery on how quickly it is that you can respond to people. Because anyone can answer a phone quickly. Anyone can reply to an email very, very promptly. But I think there are other reasons why you should be asking clients to do business with you. So let me give you the five reasons why your level of service should not be about how quickly you respond to people. And reason number one is is all about that. It should be not about how quickly you respond, but rather about the outcomes that you deliver for your clients. Rather than being about how quickly you respond, it should be about something which is not easily replicated. What is something that you can do that nobody else in the market in which you operate can do? 
that is what I would want to be judged on rather than how quickly I respond. In fact, if I was in a pitching situation or a listing presentation and somebody asked me, well, what's the number one reason why I should appoint you? My go-to response would not be because I answer the phone more quickly than anybody else, or I'll return your call more quickly than anybody else. And the reason why I wouldn't want to do that is because, well, it's an impossible or it's a difficult commitment to keep, as I'll explain as we go further into this episode, but also because if the prospect that I'm dealing with really decides on how valuable somebody is by how quickly they return their phone call, then that might be a red flag in terms of what it might be like to work with them. Okay, let's get into number two on my list. And it is, well, what happens when you're in a meeting? What happens when you're on an inspection and you're showing somebody through a property and you can't answer the phone or you're not able to respond to somebody's email? If you've made the commitment to respond quickly, then you've just failed because you're not able to actually meet that commitment because you're doing something else. So, Number two is just about the simple fact that there are times when you can't answer the phone. There are times when you aren't able to respond to emails. So don't set yourself up to fail by making a commitment that you can't always meet. Number three on my list on why your level of service should not just be about speed is that when it is all about speed, you are training your clients to have unreasonable expectations of you. If your clients are trained to believe that you will call them back within 15 minutes every time they call you, or that you will always answer the phone within four rings, or that you'll always respond to an email within 30 minutes, then the one time that you're not able to deliver on that, you'll notice that they get impatient. They'll get this sense of entitlement that you've done something wrong and therefore you've wronged them in some way. And that could then result in them calling somebody else to get their question answered. And all of a sudden, all of that hard work that you've done, hard work, which was all just based on how quickly you got back to them, comes undone because they've gotten upset and you've created an opening for a competitor that you've really done in terms of creating that opening just by setting an unreasonable expectation in the first place. Number four on my list on why you shouldn't make your level of service commitments be all about how quickly you respond is that if you respond to every inquiry within a certain time frame, and it's an unreasonably short time frame, I'll talk to you more about minimum time frames in a moment, then or maximum time frames, you're you're not really prioritizing what's important. Not every task is created equal. Sometimes you're going to be working on things which are extremely important and it's not appropriate for you to task switch to stop what you're doing and to answer the phone or to respond to an email. Don't be a slave to every little bit of incoming that comes at you during the day. You need to be able to prioritize and to deal with things that are important when they're important, not when somebody else doesn't even say they're important just because they're calling you and you therefore have set yourself up to have to treat it as important because you've put in place this standard, which as per my contention is very difficult to meet. And number five on my list is maybe something that you wouldn't have thought of. It's not always the best time to respond based on your mood. If you've got a really important client or if there's a really valuable prospect 
that is somebody who you want to make a positive impression on, but they've called you at a time which isn't great for you, then don't put the pressure on yourself to say that you must call them back immediately or you must speak to them when the phone rings. Because if you're not in the best frame of mind, if you're distracted, if your dog just bit you, if something happened that means that you're not able to bring your best self to that conversation or you're not able to respond to an email with a clear mind and provide an appropriate response, then don't do it at that time. Wait until you're ready to provide that best response. And the only way that you can do that is by making sure that you are not setting arbitrary timelines upon which you must respond to certain correspondence. So I feel like this is really a conversation about being responsive versus being reactive. And I know that we do want to be responsive, but if you're extremely reactive and you let it be known that you will take calls and respond to people at all hours, whether it's 10 a.m. or 10 p.m., then you're kind of sending the message and inviting people to expect that from you. And that means that if you ever go to the movies, you're going to be one of those people who I personally find annoying, who keeps their phone on because they have to be attached and tethered to it because they've set an unreasonable expectation. Or would you be the type of parent who, if you are a parent, is going to be reading a story and constantly looking down at your phone in just in case an email or a phone call comes through and you're not able to finish the story because you've set this expectation that you must always be contactable and return calls as soon as they, as soon as you see them or, or once you see them um, come in. So I guess what I'm saying is where's the line on what is an appropriate amount of time to respond or what is something that you would be doing that would mean that you're not going to uh, respond at that time? What is the timeline that is reasonable? We've got to have boundaries, right? And I think the best way that we can deliver on minimum service standards is to set a maximum amount of time by which we would respond by. So for some of us, that's going to be by the end of the day. We might say that, you know what, between 4.30 and 5 o'clock, we're going to set aside this time to make sure that every incoming call that we've had that day that we will deal with and respond if it's appropriate to respond to, or perhaps it's within 24 hours or whatever's appropriate for you. And if you do see a call or you see an email from a really important client or you're in a particularly critical deal process on and you need to respond quickly, then yeah, by all means respond or at least have a mechanism in place by which you can acknowledge the correspondence to let them know that you've seen it and then provide a timeline by which you will respond. So rather than having to drop everything whenever anything comes to you, you can deal with things in appropriate matter of time. I think if someone contacting you bases their decisions on how quickly you can come back to them, then that might be, like I said before, a red flag as to somebody who you might not want to always do business with because they've got, I feel, pretty unreasonable expectations. So if you believe that your level of service is determined by how quickly you respond to an inquiry, or how fast you answer the phone. My contention is, is that you're essentially saying that your results are determined by that. And I think it's an impossible standard to meet 100% of the time. And it's far better to pride yourself on the results that you give, on the experience uh, that you provide for your clients and the outcomes that you help them achieve. 
I hope that that has helped you in some way. If you are trying to meet impossibly high standards when it comes to, particularly if you're one of those people who feels like you've got to respond to emails at all hours or that you've got to be contactable at all hours, it's okay. You don't need to respond to everything within a certain amount of time. Just set a period of time by which you will respond and set that as the benchmark which you will meet. Now, if you've got an idea for an episode, let me know what it is. I based today's episode on a conversation I'd had with a client recently. I would love to expand the range of topics I'm talking about based on not only people I speak to, but people who are listening who I haven't spoken to. So if that is you, you can go to cresuccess.co forward slash podcast. On that page, there are a couple of ways in which you can contact me. You can record a message and send it via that page. And let me know what you would like to see tackled as a topic on this podcast. It's been so great to spend some time with you today. Thank you so much for listening. I will speak to you soon. Thanks for listening to CRE Success, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. For more information about the show, just check the show notes on your podcast app or visit us online at cresuccess.co. 90% of the world's data was generated in the last two years. Credia is a business intelligence and analytics tool for commercial real estate professionals. Using real-time insights, track key portfolio metrics and benchmark against the market so you can make faster and well-informed decisions. With live dashboards and bespoke reporting, impress both your executive team and your property clients. It's time to turn data into your most valuable asset with Credia from Released.